Well, hey again, everybody. It's time for the Christmas uh, version of the Ken Pierpont Story Podcast. And today I have a story from years ago to share with you called Childlike Christmas Enthusiasm. About 15 years ago, oh, it was longer than 15 years ago now. Matter of fact, it was back in probably the year 1988. Anyway, I wrote the story in 2003. It was 15 years ago. About 15 years ago, when the Christmas season was approaching, weather reports predicted a heavy snow on Thanksgiving Eve. At the time, I was the pastor of a village church in Ohio. On Thanksgiving Eve, we joined with the other village church for a Thanksgiving Eve service. Lois was in Newark shopping that day, and I was concerned that she wouldn't arrive back in time for the service. As night fell, snow began to fall too. Thick, wet snow, festive but dangerous snow. And this was before cell phones. I had trouble concentrating on my preparations for the service because I was wondering about her. But finally, I heard her sound the horn in the drive, and I knew that she'd arrived home safely. I went down to greet her. Ken, she says, look what I found. Look. She was wearing a long winter coat, a hat and scarf. But what you could see of her face was glowing with excitement. Her cheeks were red in the cold wind, and she was childlike. She had a childlike light in her eyes. Come look, come look, she says. Come look, she says. She's on her tiptoes. I go around behind the van and I open the doors and the entire back end of the van was filled with this enormous wreath. It was a huge, beautiful, fragrant wreath. And she said, and it was half price. (laughs) I imagined it was still plenty. I didn't want to mess with it until after the service. I'm ashamed to admit I I'd squandered an opportunity to enter enthusiastically into my wife's plans that night. She was undaunted, insisting that I get it in the house for her so she can wrap it up with lights. Oh, hurry, she bubbled. You have to get this inside before the service. The family's coming tomorrow for Thanksgiving. I want to have this wreath on the house when they arrive. Where are you going to hang it? It's half the size of the garage doors. I can't hang it, she said. You got to help me. It has to go between the windows over the garage doors. I refused to help until after the service. And then it was too wet, too windy, too cold, too dark. That wreath would never, never have been used if the next morning Lois hadn't insisted that I do nothing else until I get that wreath hung up. I told her it's impossible. I told her if I extend the ladder to its full height and stand on the very top rung, I would only just then be able to reach the gable of the house over the driveway. She said she knew I could do it, and she offered to help hold the ladder. I found that only mildly comforting. So with trembling hands, I stood on the top rung of the ladder, and I screwed an eye hook into the soffit high over the drive, and I strung some wire through the eye, and I descended the ladder, and with the children watching and cheering, ascended with the huge wreath, finally success. The wreath was in place. I put the ladder away. I calmed my wildly beating heart. It was a sight. I got it in place just minutes before the family started arriving for Thanksgiving. I enjoyed hero status for just a moment that day. I have in my memory a photo of that wreath twinkling with lights high on the house at night. You could see that wreath out across the countryside for miles. If you offered me $100 to take that memory from my mind, I would turn you down without hesitation. 
The older children still remembered that wreath on the house. It was almost as big as a car. One way to stay young at heart is to act like a child at Christmas. Just enter wholeheartedly into the preparations for the season. I mean, think of it. Just for a moment, our busy, burdened, self-absorbed culture pauses at a cradle in wonder. I don't want to miss the opportunity to celebrate that in a big way. I'd hate to think that when I came to the end of my life, I had allowed my heart to get so cold that I lost my childlike Christmas joy and I used maturity for an excuse. The great preacher and chaplain of the Senate, Scottish immigrant Peter Marshall, once preached this. Let's not succumb to the sophistication that complains Christmas belongs only to the children. That shows that you have never understood Christmas at all. For the older you get, the more it means. If you know what it means, Christmas, though forever young, grows old along with this. Have you been saying, I just can't seem to feel the Christmas spirit this year? Well, that's too bad. As a confession of lack of faith, it's rather significant. You are really saying that you feel no joy that Jesus came into the world. You're confessing that his presence in the world has, is not a reality to you. Maybe you need all the more to read the Christmas story over again. Sit down with the Gospel of Luke and think about it, so said Peter Marshall. Well, this afternoon, I'm going to light a candle. I'm going to brew some tea and scoop a little Hope America in my lap and see if I can get her to sit still for a few minutes while I read her the story of Jesus' birth from Luke chapter 2. Maybe she'll ask me some questions, or maybe she'll just fall asleep in my lap. It doesn't matter. Well, there you have it. That was written in December of 2003 about an incident that happened in November, late November, Thanksgiving Eve, about 1987 or, or 1988. And I hope that it helps restore your childlike Christmas enthusiasm for this year. Hey, until tomorrow, um, there you go. See you again. Merry Christmas.